Hey, good morning, friends. Skip here. Next episode, Finding Meaning. I hope that you are indeed finding some deeper meaning and authenticity in your life. How do we know when that's happening, right? How do we know when when we're finding it? Well, uh, you will know. <laughs> uh, you will look at things differently. And that's what's important to remember. So, I hope that it's happening in your life, that you're looking at things through at least to some degree the eyes of of deeper, wider compassion, deeper, wider love, deeper, wider hope. Uh, So, today, I want to talk about the fact that although we have created a reality that is false, that there's, there's some very real things that go on in our physical life. And we need to understand that there's a difference. We need to understand that, that when we call an illusion an illusion, that we don't dismiss uh, pain and angst. There's a bit of a trap here when we practice spirituality because it becomes easy to dismiss on the spiritual journey uh, the real pain that we experience in life. So I kind of want to talk about what I mean by illusion. So the first thing we need to talk about is this, that, that the physical world, at least to my understanding, is very real. Uh, now, I know there's all sorts of ideas out there about it being a, a hologram or a, or a uh, simulation or this or that. I don't know. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I know that uh, when I stub my little toe on something, it hurts like hell. (laughs) That's what I know. Uh, And there's no doubt that that pain is very real. Uh, When I have experienced a broken heart, if you will, in the past, uh, the end of friendships, the end of relationships, or when I have lost someone I have cared deeply about, and they have died, that pain, that grief, those emotions, that's very real. Uh, I have had in my life, uh, I think eight or nine, probably nine orthopedic surgeries. And the pain, the struggle of that recovery, it's very real. Uh, There's no doubt. And I think that we need to be careful that we understand that there is uh, real sadness and real pain in, in this life. I think one of the great mistakes made by, by tremendous spiritual thinkers is to dismiss that there is a physical aspect to being human. Let me give you another example. Maybe... An example that may seem a little different. 
I've talked about this before. The denial of our own sexuality is another way in which we have uh, taken a spiritual concept and denied our own humanity out of it. That in order for religion to control, in order for monastic communities or religious orders to to have control over people, quite often they will force people to, to be celibate. Uh, now, celibacy is a personal choice. Uh, you know, there, there, there could be an argument made, I suppose, <laughs> that there's a, a value to that if you understand uh, and f- with, with clarity that you are a sexual being. And then you can talk about celibacy. But I think what we do is we deny that part of us. And, and we have made that part of being human a very shameful thing. Uh, we've made uh, human sexuality and that deep intimacy that we can have uh, a, a, a shameful thing quite often. And we've taught our children to be shameful about who they are sexually and that pleasure is bad. Now, there are boundaries. There's mutual respect one should have for another person. There's uh, a maturity to understanding your own sexuality that will come with clarity and, and, and authenticity. But what we've done in, in a lot of religions and in society in general is we have taken that part of being human and we have put it uh, away. We have compartmentalized it. We have called it something other. And after you know millennia of doing this, we have become separate from that part of ourself. Uh, let me give you another example. Uh, indigenous people had uh, a different idea about what death and life was. That there were, there were cycles to things. Uh, that people were born, they lived, they, they reproduced, they found their place in the tribe, uh, and then they died with dignity. And there was uh, uh, moments that marked each moment of life. Each moment of life made sense. And they had a greater understanding of death. But what our society does is we don't talk about it. We push it aside. Uh, because it, like, like our sexuality, like our physicality, it becomes uh, an inconvenience. And we have become ignorant about these aspects of being human. What I'm trying to say here, folks, is this, that that to be authentically you is to recognize your own humanness. That, yeah, you have wants and needs. That, yeah, uh, there is birth and death. That, yeah, there are times when you stub your little toe. (laughs) There are times when people don't want to be in a relationship with you or you don't want to be in a relationship with other people. Uh, There are times when those relationships become toxic. You need to get out of them that we have to live this human life. What we do, however, 
is we pile upon it false conceptual thinking. And so when I talk about the false reality, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not here to talk about whether uh, we live in a simulation. Very interesting science going on around that. That's a different topic. What I'm talking about is how we have taken conceptual thinking uh, and called it real. How we have taken, as I just recently said in a podcast, our survival skills and called it life, called it reality. This is where things like prejudice come from. We are, to be human, is to be a diverse multicolored, multifaceted, multi-oriented being. You can't deny that. Anyone who denies that, I'm sorry, is stuck in the false reality deeply. Look around you. There are multiple colors, multiple languages, multiple understandings. We are created to be a diverse tribe as a species. But what we do is we we deny that. We place uh, fear of the other as our primary understanding. And that fear of the other is a learned behavior that is passed down from when we were you know, very, uh, a very young species and we and for some reason we decided to war against the other tribes or the other color of people. And, and we've held on to that and we've built upon it and we've built whole systems of thought. What's really scary is that it appears that a good, you know, 25% or so of, of the country I live in, which is the United States, uh, adheres to some degree of prejudice. Uh, it, it's one of the great shocking revelations, I think, that has come to fruition in the past five or six years. But prejudice, like the denial of these other things, is a, is, is a conceptual thought that we have put upon ourselves. Because here's, here's what I think is going on, is that we find ourselves in a physical world we find ourselves created, conscious beings. And we, as conscious beings, have the ability to learn and to reason. But what we have done is we have put that reasoning, we have put those learned responses, uh, we, have, we have created them out of a sense of fear, out of a sense of ignorance, out of a sense of not knowing who we really are. And we have put them upon uh, each other. We have taught our children things like hatred and prejudice and poverty. And we have made these things necessary to life. We have called this reality. And I think when we look really at the deep teachings of the great spiritual masters, uh, we, we find that there's unity, there's diversity, there's love, there's hope, uh, there's truth, the very core of, of who we are as a species. And so when I talk about finding meaning, I'm really talking about 
a rediscovery, if you will, although it's probably the first time we've really discovered it, of who we really are and what we really are. We are beings experiencing a physical life and all that it entails. We have the power to create a reality out of how we think and, and how we feel and how we comprehend. And what we have done is we have created a reality that is not true. Now, <clears throat> I do believe that there are ways in which we can assert our mind over matter. You know, we can, we can uh, you know, determine to, to change who we are. We have that power. And so I hope you are determined to become more loving because it's really a conscious choice. You have to be determined to become more loving, more authentic, more generous. It just doesn't happen. Uh, we, we have learned too many false things. And when that consciousness raises, when you begin to function from that other place of love, from that deep place uh, of your true humanity, from that place where you recognize in you birth, life, and death, when you recognize in you the energies of creativity and sexuality, when you recognize in you your authenticity, that's when you begin to see reality for what it is. So, there you have it. Uh, it's going to hurt if you stub your toe. Uh, you're going to be sad some days, happy some days. It is only when we buy into the frameworks that are offered us by the ignorance of the world that we, we get stuck there. So my hope for you, my friends, is to buy into love, buy into hope, buy into kindness. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning, guys. Thanks for your time. Bye-bye.